Hello, everybody, and welcome to It's Time for Affordable Housing. I'm your favorite host, LaShondra Grace, the apartment lady, founder of Apartment Housing Rentals Foundation, owner of the Apartment Lady LLC, and uh, principal in For the Children Academy Foundation. How are you guys? How is everyone? How is everyone? Well, you already know. I'm excited. I got a whole bunch of exciting news. And we are in our fourth season. This is episode 11. And we will, the name of this episode is, Would You Evict a Good Tenant for Helping Her Homeless Child? All right. And so that uh, question is coming from Cora. You know, I have my eviction space on Cora. Uh, you can go to Cora and look for evictions. Uh, plural evictions and you'll find this answer and I'll also put a link to the question um, in my uh, in the description however let's go get to praying because guess what I also have um, an eviction news story from what channel 7 it's in Los Angeles uh, channel 7 news Los Angeles so I just want to play about three minutes or how is it? Let me see, you guys. It would be direct. So about a minute and 36 seconds of um, a video. They were talking about the rent- rental increases. But, you know, I've been talking about it for a while. But I just want you guys to hear about it um, from other people's perspectives. All right, let's start with this prayer because you already know how it goes. Dear Heavenly Father, I come to you right now with praise and thanksgiving. Mmm saying thank you for your grace and your mercy and your love your understanding your wisdom your knowledge your power your provision your healing your comfort in the name of jesus now father before i come before your throne i ask that you forgive my sins and the sins of the souls that's under the sound of my voice even up until this very second he said if i put my plans before you you've established them he said if i seek you first your kingdom and your righteousness that all these plans will be added unto me your words never come back void and so I am very confident that if I ask you to make sure that the information that I'm putting out there will meet the listeners where they are I'm sure that it will happen and then I'm asking you that I give valuable information out in the name of Jesus and then I'm asking for an increase in our territory at the Apartment Housing Rentals Foundation. More property, more resources, more financial ability, Father, so that we can help more people. This is our prayer, my prayer. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. All right, guys. Okay, so let's just start with um, my updates. Okay, so some of my updates. I have a rent drive going on. So excited! I'm so excited about this rent drive, and um, and the reason why I'm saying it is because um, the members and the renters. So I invited renters and members of Apartment Housing Rentals Foundation. They are actually raising their own rent. So we're du- we're selling um, double good popcorn. People are raving about that popcorn. By the way, um, we're selling double good popcorn, and so. Uh, Apartment Housing Renters Foundation opened up this fundraiser and allowed renters and members of Apartment Housing Rentals Foundation to create their own pop-up store on our leaderboard. We're so excited. They're only going to be selling the popcorn for four days. Um, Apartment Housing Rentals Foundation and myself, the apartment lady, we're going to be supporting them by sharing 
sharing, sharing, and sharing uh, their stores with everyone. Um, they're going to, so four days, their pop-up store is going to be open for four days, and then four days, and then after the four days, they'll be receiving the benefits of their labor in seven days. So I may, 11 days, less than two weeks, they can raise their November rent or some rental arrears. People are always saying, oh, you know, the renters, they just want people to give them something. Well, guess what? <laughs> They're doing this on their own. They're raising this money and with the support of the Apartment Housing Rentals Foundation. And I am so, so proud of them. And I'm so proud. Okay, go to my website, www.theapartmentlady.org, www.theapartmentlady.org. I'll make sure that all of the pop-up stores are on the website. I'm so excited. Right now we have 10. I am so excited. I want to see what they do with this. I want to see how much money they're able to raise on their own for their rent. Amen. Amen. All right. Then we have that. So now let's go to the news. Okay, so this story is coming from ABC7 Eyewitness News. And um, it says, are your monthly rent payments higher? Here's why. So then I'm going to go ahead on and play this video. And then we'll talk about it. All right. Likely notice a big spike in rental prices. Our community journalist Sophie Flay spoke to experts to break down the numbers. Rents throughout SoCal have increased significantly. According to Zillow, rents are up 13% in LA County and Orange County, making the median monthly rent right now about $2,744. So why are we seeing this surge? It shouldn't be too surprising that we're seeing rents starting to go up. We've seen house prices go up fairly dramatically. Painter says he's actually surprised that the rent increases aren't higher. At the rate that the economy is growing and at the unfortunately quite slow rate of housing production that was happening right before the pandemic, I would have expected rents and house prices to go up faster. With these expected increases, Francisco Duenas at Housing Now California says he's expecting evictions. Nationally, only about 3% of renters that go to eviction court have a lawyer or have an attorney with them. That is in comparison to 81% of landlords across the country. With the housing crisis already looming over Los Angeles, what can people do? Well, Shanti Singh of Tenants Together says it's important now more than ever for renters to understand their rights. There is a statewide rent cap. It doesn't apply to all properties, but it certainly applies to a lot of them. Uh, that limits how much your landlord can increase your rent by in any given year. In Hollywood, Sophie Flay, ABC7 Eyewitness News. Okay, Rent you guys. Wait a minute. It was already... <laughs> I was going to start again. Okay, so guess what? I want to talk about a couple things. Right now, you guys know that um, I have been telling you um, season one, season two, season three. This is season four. I have been telling you that the median rent, because I have been using to California and Texas, the, the median rent for a two-bedroom in California or Texas is... $2,500. So this story was out at the beginning of the year and they said that the rent had went up uh, to now the median rent in California and that's for a two bedroom 
is $2,700. And then this uh, the professor that they um, had uh, speaking, he said that he was shocked that it hasn't risen more. Well, at that time, um, in the beginning of the year, the rental increases were um, in California, like they're saying, about 11 to 13 percent. But now the rental increases are about 25 to 40 percent. So yes, it has went up. Okay, and then um, they I want to address this other thing. And so um, someone, one of the housing directors, um, he mentioned that only three percent of renters have. Um, is um, have an attorney Um, and then 81% of landlords have an attorney and so let me tell you about that so what they did because they were using I don't know who was giving the government their information about evictions but they were so off I mean like way off I I can't believe how off they was okay so what they did was um, even HUD They were putting um, up, they were doing eviction protection grants and they were providing the tenants with lawyers. Let me tell you something. I'm like, I was uh, for Apartment Housing Rentals Foundation. We were getting ready to apply for a grant because in that grant, um, in that RFP for that grant, it was everything we were saying. It was almost like one of my, um, what I want to call press releases was like, the verbiage for this grant. I couldn't believe it. It was almost verbatim. So I'm like, okay, we're going to apply for that grant. But then as we started, you know, investigating and going through the grant and the requirements, it was an eviction protection grant. It was not an eviction prevention grant. And so basically the grant was so that you can provide uh, the tenants with, with a legal representation if they get evicted. First of all, Let's not uh, let's not get to that point where they get evicted. So then all of the money, all of those millions of dollars was put toward legal assistance. That didn't help. That didn't help them find another place to stay. That didn't prevent an eviction from being on their name. Why don't so I mean, why are you protecting the eviction? So when he talked about three percent of the tenants um, had attorneys. I'm like, uh, that is the foolish information that the government was getting when they were trying to figure out how to prevent this onslaught of evictions that we're seeing right now. Eviction protection. You going to protect the eviction. Are you kidding me? Stop the eviction from coming. Do eviction prevention. You could have used all that money and, and worked out a payment plan or something and, and did some mediation. You could, I mean, instead of giving the tenants an attorney, an attorney cannot and is not and is not even interested in trying to figure out where the tenant is going to stay after this eviction. The attorneys didn't even prevent the evictions. These people still got those evictions. And I've always told you guys that once a person get an eviction on their name, there is, it's almost impossible for them to get an apartment. Okay. Um, we have, um, we have been doing our research within our own 
information, first source information from the people that has been coming into the Apartment Housing Rentals Foundation for the past eight years. And let me tell you, people didn't have a place, couldn't get an apartment for one to five years once they got an eviction. So, so now these COVID-19 evictions, because the landlords didn't get paid, the landlord, it's, it's going to be even harder. For people to rent with an eviction so this eviction protection I was that 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 was that was so far-fetched I, I couldn't believe it it was preposterous I, I I yeah anyway yeah I, I can't even talk when I think about that eviction protection you're gonna protect the eviction who are you protecting because the landlords they're not getting protected nor the tenant the landlords they're still out of money and the tenants they they got the eviction and nowhere to go. Come on, you guys. In any case, but that's that's what happens when people get the wrong information, okay? And then you you, you guys understand experts, <laughs> you experience is a true teacher. Experience is a true teacher. And there was not a lot of experts in the eviction uh, market, right? And then little people, you know, like me who at that before the pandemic had six years of experience dealing with uh, evictions and doing eviction prevention and second chance rental. I didn't have the political reach (laughs) to get my voice heard, but you know what? The people made me the apartment lady. The people are the only ones that I need to hear what's going on because I give out the real information. Okay, because I care about the people. So the people made the apartment lady, and I'm going to keep spreading the information to the people. All right, you guys, let's go to Cora. We going to Cora. Oh, yeah, that was one other thing. I'm sorry. Um, and then they talked about uh, tenants' rights. Everybody know the Apartment Housing Rentals Foundation core class is our tenants' rights class. We do that class all over the United States because we work in every single state. And so we've been doing our tenants' rights class uh, for seven years. Uh, because when I started the Apartment Housing Rentals Foundation eight years ago, um, trends started popping up. Um, out of the information that I was getting from the members that were coming in and I realized that a lot of these evictions had come because people don't know their rights. I mean, you guys got to think about it. When I got my first apartment, nobody said, girl, you better learn your tenant's rights before you get that apartment. Even landlords don't know the tenant's rights and the tenant's rights, they're protected. There's a blanket RTLO, um, residential tenant landlord ordinance. So, you know, um, I was glad that you know they realize people need to know their rights but apartment housing rentals foundation if you can't even once you become a member let's put it like this once you become a member of the apartment housing rentals foundation the first thing we do is give you a tenant's rights class and then you have to pass a test and once we're contemplating you take that test as many times as you have to in order for you to pass it because everything on our and our tenants right on that test is in our class and we just want to make sure you know your rights. It's not about you being smart. It's about if you got the concept, you know? That's what I'm saying. So just knowing that I was on the right path, just knowing that God gave me <laughs> Apartment Housing Rentals Foundation eight years ago and he had prepared me and gave me all this experience and now this experience is needed right now. Yay! 
man, God is so good. All right, let's go to Cora. And so, again, I have two spaces on Cora, but this one is coming from the eviction space and that's eviction plural you know what I said I was gonna go ahead on and change this space to eviction space because there's another space uh that's called eviction that has nothing to do with me but then mine is called evictions plural I think I'm gonna I'm gonna change it to eviction space I'm gonna do that today however the question is all right let me find this question all right the question is I'm only gonna read uh about three answers because I'm already 16 minutes in all right as a landlord if you call your tenant there if you call your tenant with their homeless son living with them would you give them a chance to comply before evicting them? Keep in mind the tenant otherwise is a good tenant and doesn't break the lease in any other ways. And so the first answer uh, coming from the eviction space is I would rewrite the lease to include him and their um, to include him if there was circumstance circumstances leading to him to be there to keep to help his mom so uh you you guys know I'm reading right I'm reading and so I'm trying to paraphrase if I see that a question doesn't make sense but I'm just gonna read it verbatim and we'll talk about it so the answer is again start it over I would rewrite the lease to include him if there was a circumstance leading to him being there to help his mom plus if he's homeless he can't get a job to get a place so his mom wouldn't get um and so his mom would get in trouble or evicted for him being there stability is harder it's getting harder to find even in the simplest of things needing a hand to get by so basically um what she was saying was she would rewrite the lease and include, you know, the homeless son in the lease. I mean, uh, during during this pandemic, in these two years, you guys saw a lot of families getting together, like starting to live together. And even the, the aftermath of this pandemic with all of these evictions, with all of these pending evictions and all of the evictions that have already been filed and already executed, um, families are starting to double up. Now, Apartment Housing Rentals Foundation, when we heard that, the first time we heard that term was about 2016. And uh, it was in Illinois, and they had um, they had created a term called double up living. Oh, we fought against that. Oh, my gosh. Because I couldn't, it just double up living. But we're seeing more of that now. We're seeing more of that and we're still kind of fighting against it. And that's why all of our members that come into Apartment Housing Rentals Foundation, if they don't have a job, we help them get a job because we're a market rent, you know, organization, always has been. And, um, you know, we're trying to either mediate a situation, find money, um, help them find money, help them get a second job to pay some arrears um, or downsize to a smaller apartment and then so that they don't have to go and live with a family member however I'm like this person yeah I wouldn't evict the tenant if the tenant paid the rent before the son was there then the tenant would be able to pay the rent after now I have a daughter I have a 30 year old daughter and she has four kids I got four grandchildren and let me tell you I'm not gonna evict my daughter um 
I mean, if my daughter ends up homeless and by the grace of God, I'm so happy that she's, you know, never had to live with me. Uh, but if she ends up homeless, she never had to live with me as an adult. Uh, but if she ends up homeless, of course, I'm not going to just let her be out in the street. Like, seriously? Come on. So that landlord, the tenant should have just went to the landlord and let him know what was going on. Okay, so the next question, the next answer is, and mind you, there was a tenant. Uh, who had her homeless son living with her, but it was, the tenant was a good tenant, paid the rent, never broke the lease, and the landlord trying to figure out if they should evict that tenant, right? So the next question is, okay, the son isn't homeless if he's living there, (laughs) right? Yes, I have had many with a child or a parent that needed temporary help. Possibly they were scrambling to rescue possibly didn't think it would be that long but if they explain to me and pay for the background check and we are within occupancy laws we would just add them as an occupant and so this is a landlord and she's right like she's like okay now she made so much sense she's like okay the son isn't homeless if he's living there right so basically let me set you straight the son isn't homeless for one uh but she said what i would do is the tenant come to me and if the tenant could go ahead on and pay for a background check and just add the son to the lease or the family member to a lease and it'll be okay I mean really really right problem solved I like that the next answer um was coming from the eviction space it said as a landlord uh the lease would be written with enough clarity that I would need Um, other people to help me make this decision. Most states provide a person renting may have a family with them. The tenant's son is family. He is not homeless, right? He lives there with his parents in the home you lease to them, right? He's not homeless. Assuming you have a legal enforceable lease, then write a demand letter explaining the violation of the lease and give them a reasonable time to comply. Otherwise, suck it up, Karen. <laughs> I'm just saying. And he is 100% correct. I mean, come on, don't be a Karen. The lady pays her money. She she pays her rent. You said that she pays her rent and she is not, she, she doesn't break the lease at all. And so you're saying that she has a homeless son living there, but they're saying, wait a minute, first of all, he's not homeless because he's living there. <laughs> right, okay? Yeah, and and guess what? If you cannot, if there's nothing in the lease um, that um, says that really says clearly a family member can't be there, then there's nothing you could do. But if there is, give them time to comply. Maybe, you know, I'm sure your lease says something like people can't stay there. If somebody stand there, they have to have a background check or things like that. I mean, most standard leases say that. Then give them time to comply. You're just going to evict them. Come on. And they're good. They haven't did anything. They pay their rent. Do you know how hard it is for people to be paying rent right now? Come on. Come on. And that's why she called her a Karen. She's funny. Oh, my God. And it wasn't, it wasn't a she. He called her Karen. Because I, I, you can see the person's name who answered. I love that. We're in a, um, okay, so that will, those were three answers, right? <clears throat> I will definitely leave a link to this podcast, I mean, to this question 
in the description of the podcast, you guys. I am so excited. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I was just telling, you know what, you guys, I'm still praying every single day. I need you. I need you to find the apartment lady on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram. Nope. Okay, we're going to say that again. I need you (laughs) to find the apartment lady on Facebook, on LinkedIn, on Twitter, on YouTube, okay? Um, First of all, go and subscribe to the apartment lady YouTube channel, but then find us because guess what? I'm praying every single day. Today was day 37. I'm praying for an equitable solution against these evictions. I pray live. On the weekdays, I pray live starting at 8 a.m. And then on the weekends, I pray live starting at 9.30 p.m. Nope, sorry. Starting at 9.30 a.m. I don't know. I'm thinking about changing this to p.m. But in any case, right now, we're praying at the top of the day, Okay top of the day to you okay and so i i really need you guys to uh find the apartment lady just look up the apartment lady on facebook or youtube or linkedin or twitter and just touch and agree stop and like a prayer say i'm touching with i'm praying with you i'm share it you know just uh be a part of that oh and and Text evictions to the word evictions. Go on and text it to 707070. The word evictions to 707070. Look, you guys, um, as you see, we have that rent drive where renters are raising their own money, but we still, you know, need a hand. And so this is the holiday season. And I have a whole bunch of homeless people during the holiday season. And I'm praying against that. But I really need your help. Uh, Why don't you donate to um, the Rental Assistance Fund. And Apartment Housing Rentals Foundation, we're a hand up. We're not a handout. And so everybody that comes and get helps from us, they have to take those tennis price classes. They have to take the budgeting classes. They have to have a job. And if they don't already have one, we help them get one, okay? It's all about self-sustainable, uh, self-sustainability for Apartment Housing Rental Foundation and self-sufficiency. We help people become that. That's why we're still around, okay? Um, eight years, and we're still around. And now we're national. So... Go on and donate. If you want to donate to any fund, I feel like helping people keep a roof over their head and gain their uh, self-sufficiency, I I think that's the best thing to donate to, okay? So, in any case, text the word evictions, plural, to 707070 and donate. And, And right now, when you're donating, we're handing out prayer candles because we're getting ready to pray in solidarity um, across the United States and we want people to have those candles so they can light them and just be touching the green with us with these prayers alright I'm out I'm LaShondra Grace. I've been calling myself the praying apartment lady because I've been praying for 37 days now on live every single day straight um, well I'm out thank you for listening to It's Time for Affordable Housing <laughs>